0: Attraction is a very layered conversation. We can be attracted to, obviously, the looks of a person. We can be attracted to the status of a person, the power of the tangible things that people possess, all these different levels of attractions. And what I want to talk about today is how do we decide if someone who has something we don't like about them And we still find ourselves attracted to them. How many red flags does it take to eliminate a person that you're genuinely attracted to? I hear I hear this a lot um, amongst women where they take on this cape of righteousness that we don't look, we're not as shallow as men when it comes to being attracted to someone. I'll give you a little bit of that only because men do the same thing. It's not the same. It's not a woman-only way of uh, accepting someone um, without the physical um, attractions that everyone else look for. And one of those things is like someone like to say, well, he grew on me. I didn't like him at first, but he grew on me. Right. That's how women tell their friends why the man that they are with is not attractive. Right. Right. <laughs> He grew on me, girl. Well, the thing is, it's not that he grew on you. There were other things that that makes that man attractive. Right? Though there, there were things about him other than his looks that makes that man attractive and somehow you were allowed to see those things beyond his looks, right? Maybe beyond the things he possessed. It was his character. His moral standards. His, his, his humor. The way he treats people around him. The way he moves in life. The wisdom he's accumulated over time with his experiences. Things he's been able to teach. Things that you've never heard about, knew about, experienced yourself, you were exposed to. These things help make a man attractive to a woman. Women date up. They they never date down. They'll date across and up. That's it. That's their dating structure. That's how their mind is wired because they need something more or better than themselves. They won't admit this out loud But they'll admit it in certain ways But the ways that they admit them It sounds very off Putting by men Especially In today's society, social media Girl, he gotta have A big he, Girl, he gotta have A big bank account, a big dick A big car, a big house He gotta have more than me And why is she saying this? What she's really saying is if he doesn't have something more than I have, I'll never respect him. And if he ever loses those things, guess where that respect goes, fellas? (laughs) So if you accept a woman who expects you to have certain things, right? These are the things she's looking for. If you were to ever lose those things, you're going to lose her as well, right? Maybe not on day one, fellas, but she's not going to stick around. And if you're going to come at me, well, how do you know she's not going to stick around? She may fall in love with me after she sees all of that and then she gets to see me. No. If she really wanted to see you, then that's what she would go after. You got to understand, man. Not everybody's wired the same as you are wired, right? Because that's what gets us in trouble, men and women both. We think that the way we think, the person we're trying to get with thinks the same. And we're trying to cater to our own likes, Right. We're trying to cater to what we find attractive and what we would do in the situation that they're in. And we're and we're wrong. (laughs) And and instead of instead of being very transparent and very direct with your questioning, some of us don't even know what questions to ask. Well, that's what I'm here for. The questions become, who do you want? And you will never be able to know who you want until you start experiencing different people. This is why dating is important to a degree. You have to experience different types of personalities, different types of women, Different types of people from different backgrounds, you kind of get you kind of get a blend of finding out who exactly fits your lifestyle, right? And a lot of times, what ends up happening though, we get we're too young too experienced enough to know exactly what we want. And we end up making commitments to people who doesn't exactly fit who we have become. Now, I'm not saying we stop evolving and we stop being a better person later on in life, but at a certain point in your life, you kind of became who you are, right? That's why a lot of people say, oh, a leopard never changes spots, you know. Tiger never changes stripes. To a certain degree, that can be true. Now, Can someone be doing something in their life like that's not healthy, not (laughs) their bad behaviors? And they's like, you know what? These bad behaviors made me become this person, built this reputation, put me in these situations and scenarios. I don't want to ever do that again. I'm going to make a change and start doing something different so I don't end up in these situations. These experiences. Yes. It can be happening. I mean, once you hit the bottom, where else can you go? You got to figure out either you're going to live here or you're going to figure a way how to get, get up, right? So, yes, that can happen. It happened to me. Hit rock bottom, said, you know what? What I used to say, I was never going to be able to do, you know, I got to probably figure out some things. I probably, that's just part of who I am. And that's not hitting bottom. That's just figuring out who the fuck you are, right? I know who I am now. Now I don't feel bad about it. And I don't feel guilty about it, right? If I'm a freak, I'm a freak. Doesn't mean that I'm a sexual deviant, <laughs> Right? It's just who I am when I'm with whoever I'm with. So we got to understand, man, don't put so much guilt or don't don't charge yourself so harshly when you start to figure out who you are. You got to just accept that and you got to understand, Okay, if this is who I am, I need this other person to match me on this now. In dating, I said women only date across and up, right? Men do the same thing. But we don't do it in the same categories as women do. Women are looking for security, uh, a a future um, where they don't have to have their security um, questioned, where they say, look, I got security now, I'm going to have security later. Based on the projections and everything that's going on what this man got going on, I'm going to be good now and later on. My kids are going to be safe. All that. For men, our thing is. Is she and can she be consistent with. The level of sex that I'm desiring. Right. And. Can she, do she have enough intellect to pass on knowledge and culture to my children so that they will have an upper leg up going forward in life? Those are the basic levels. When we just talk about the basic things that we're looking for as a male and a female, looking at a mate, that's what we're attracted to. Can they accomplish that? And will they? And you're looking for examples, you're looking for proof, you're looking for uh, the right, sometimes the right words. You know, a story is a good story, but it's not always told by good storytellers. A good storyteller knows what details to include to open the mind of a person to see the vision. Some guys have it all, but don't know how to say that to a woman. And the woman is like, I can't, I can't fuck with you. And some guys know how to say what a woman wants, but don't have any idea how to get it. <laughs> and that woman will fall for him. And then she's like, oh, I, I can't stand liars. And that's a woman saying that, you know. But this man just knows a cheat code on women because women love what sounds good. Why do you think they come up with all these sayings? And girl, if he don't, <laughs> all these sayings women come up with is funny, it's, it's crazy—but that's how they are wired. Does it sound good? Okay, sounds great. That sounds like something I can get down with, and they'll go ahead and commit but that's not that's not enough vetting you gotta do more than that the attraction is there because it sounds like a great idea it sounds like something I should I wanna be a part of but you gotta see that man this, my thing is this I've always done this I've liked someone and I just watched them from afar I never let them know I was interested I just watch them. And then when I see that they're consistent, I'm like, okay. What I thought I was seeing, I'm still seeing. Cool. They're consistent. Now, I take another step closer, right? Introduce myself. Let them know I even exist. Sometimes those people know I exist, but we don't, you know what I'm saying, we don't communicate like that. I ain't pressed. And when you, when you get older, you're not pressed to approach someone you see always. And, but today's society now is this microwave society of instant gratification where what I want, I like, I get it now, Period. We do that with everything now. But you can't do that with someone you're saying you want to live forever with. Because you make a mistake there and you got, you know, <laughs> you got replications. I mean, you got you got things you got to deal with for a longer time than probably the relationship lasted. Like a kid. <laughs> so you you want to be very slow. You want to be very methodical. Be strategic in how you're being attracted. You got to know who you are and what you want, period. And finding out who you are is first. And it's very important because that's who you're going to attract. That's who your, your first mind is going to look at. You ever saw a car you liked and you like, that's going to be my next car? And you've never seen that car before, but now that you have in your mind the desire of this vehicle, that's all you see on the roads, on TV, in ads. You see that car everywhere. Different colors. Different rims, everything you see on the car, you like. <sighs> because you now pictured what you actually desire. And it's in the forefront of your mind. It's moved from the subconscious to the conscious. And now that's all you see. And what do you end up doing? And I know as a man, because women work different, as a man, what do you do? What do I have to do to get this car? Do I, I gotta make some money, period, okay. Do I I have enough money doing what I'm doing right now? No shit. Okay, I gotta get a part-time job. Or I gotta get a better job. Or I gotta get another job. (laughs) I gotta do something to get what I want. What is it? Right? This is how we move. This is how we... This is, a, this is a puzzle. This is how we're going to solve it. So we figure out how to get, how to get the, the funds to get the, the car we want. Do I got to trade the car that I have to get this one? Is that possible? We look at all the scenarios possible, right? Then we figure out what's our best path. Now, it's like, okay, is it the best path, the fastest path? How bad do I want it? <laughs> and do I want it right now? Or can I wait? Because what I, what I will tell you is things that I've done before is that I've done some more research on things that I've liked. And I was like, you know what? I like it. But it's not reliable. Hmm. Now we get deep now, right? Because what we actually like isn't always good for us. And how do we know that until we actually experience it, right? Well, sometimes you can go and read about this, right? But how many people wanna pick up a book and try to figure out if I'm gonna take this time out to match up with something? I just wanna get it because I like it. I wanna I wanna feed that urge, that need of satisfaction. But if you Feel that need of satisfaction and now The vehicle that you got Doesn't last you Long enough To even give you back The time and effort and resources You put in it to get it Do you just live your life now? Hey I got what I went for So I guess I can be satisfied with that I'm saying this. I'm saying all that to get to this. What we initially like isn't always the best thing for us. We got to figure that out and find out. And whatever it takes to do that, we should do that. I want to be in my when I when I'm looking for someone, I want to be um, in my own mind <laughs> uh, that I'm open to differences of what I like and what I don't like. If I said I don't like something, and somebody that I actually like. Possesses something I don't like. Will I negotiate that? Because I like so much more of the other things they bring. You got to understand this. Like you, you are not going to. Create this person. In your head, right? You, you're not going to create this person. Of all the perfect things that they would be. And this person's going to possess all of those things. You're going to have to have a list of things that you're like... They they absolutely have to have. And if they possess those absolutes... The rest of that shit's negotiable. Right? You got to see... You got to know what's negotiable and what's not negotiable. Those... That's how you... That's how you vet... On a multiple level. That's how you make sure... You're going after someone, and the time you put in. Cause I'm gonna tell you like this: once that person, once you figure this person out, and you like, they possess those things. The other shit I can deal with. The other shit I can negotiate. Your movements when you go after that person, gonna be unlike anything else that you've done before in your life you're going to actually be so much more confident going for that because you know that's exactly what you want. That's exactly what you need in your life. And that's what's going to stop you from getting it. The only thing that's going to stop you is if they they don't have the same desire as you have. Right? But I'll tell you this. You bring a certain type of energy towards somebody because they can see that you actually desire them. They kind of be like, "Okay, this is different." <laughs> this person is not playing games at all. They get they become intrigued. And they're like, "You know what? I usually don't even do this, but fuck it, I got to see what's going on with you, right?" And and that's how they'll claim that they you grew on him, right? Or well, he was consistent, he was persistent in because he knew what he wanted. He's like, that's what I want. I don't I don't need no one else to, to question it. I don't need to go ask my homeboys, my homegirls. That's who I want. That's what I want. That's what I'm going to get. It's available to me right now. I'm taking it. That's how you're supposed to move. When you're actually attracted to someone. You get to get that. You get to skip all the bullshit because you've been there, done that. And you know what it is that you actually want and desire in your life. So when you actually see it in front of you, you say, oh, shit. It's like that dress that was on sale that you saw and you was like, I wanted that dress. It was just too much. And then you saw it on sale and it was in your size. What are you going to do to get that dress? You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) are you going to be like i get I got enough on the credit card fuck it it's on sale and it's in my size what the hell you know what i'm saying that's 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 the motivation and as a man i I mean men knew, men know it's a feeling you get in your damn um body that you don't you can't control you can't help but be magnetically pulled to that woman because you've envisioned this woman your whole life or in a amount of time that once you recognize her, you can't stop yourself from pursuing her. And sometimes your body just ends up in front of her and you, ain't, you don't even know what to say. You just be like, oh, shit, I'm here. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Um... Hey, this is a great fucking uh, place. Where, you don't give a fuck what you're saying. You're just like, I gotta be in front of her. Hey, look, hey, listen, I'm sorry. I was acting weird right, right there. I just, <laughs> you're just the woman I've always envisioned marrying, and you're fucking right here in front of me right now. And I, I know that's weird right now to say up front. Please don't run away. Uh, I'm just that intrigued by you. Can I take you for a cup of coffee or something to get to know you? You can't go right now? All right, cool. Um, What's your schedule look like? Do whatever you got to do. Don't let the opportunity pass you, though. Be flustered, be awkward, be whatever. But don't let the opportunity pass you. If she don't like you, she don't like you. It is what it is. But you didn't live your life saying, I never even tried. Will I ever see her again? Because what you're not doing in that approach and not approaching gives you another excuse later when you see an opportunity again depending on your, your psychology and who you are. Maybe missing out makes you actually move the next time, but if you're not used to moving, are you really going to try again? Or are you going to give yourself another anxiety excuse? Because then I'll question, how bad do you really want that person? Or do you really even, do you think you even are ready for that person? And, that, and, and the thing is, what are you really ready for? You never experienced that person before. You can't live your life thinking, because I messed up in this time or doing that thing that I'm going to mess up with this person this time. This is, this is a totally different person. Total different situation. Do men and women act the same in general? Yeah. In general, i when you say in general, we mean mostly. Right? Are there outliers to everybody? Yes. You don't know if you're finding an outlier or not. You gotta give it a, you gotta give it a fair opportunity. That's all I'm saying. That's mostly for men who are slow to Convince themselves otherwise. And for women who who really... Don't want to give nobody a chance unless they're the perfect motherfucker. And that's... That don't exist. To be honest with you. But... Attraction! From the quiet point out loud. This this is... This probably going to be a series. It's probably going to be a series. But... I want... To put out out there... For everyone listening, that attraction has many layers to it. You got your surface level. You got your levels below that. That becomes more um, interesting because the human element have four quadrants of their mental. Physical, emotional, and spiritual. You have to touch all of those to know the whole person. And if you haven't touched all of those, you haven't known the whole person yet. What parts are you willing to negotiate and which parts are you not? That's up to you individually. But knowing a person holistically is important as well for longevity purposes, if that's what you're looking for. Now, if you just want somebody physically, then you just worry about them physically, right? I mean, we choose friends this way. I've never approached anybody unattractive to be my friend. Have you? Like, purposely, like, they're so ugly, I want them to be my friend. I don't think anyone has really did that. But actually, you're like, this person, I've gotten to know them on a mental level. They're very smart. They're very inquisitive. They, they, they're a sponge. They absorb information. That's intriguing about them. Okay, now now I know this person on two levels. I know they're not that attractive, but man, their mindset, their mindset. Does the physical matter more than the mindset? Well, it depends on what I want from this person. Do I want to know more about this person? Okay, well, how are they emotionally? Are they intellectually emotional? Spiritually, who, who, who are they really? And what can they become? So now you're touching the four quadrants of a human being and you're starting to see, oh. It's more to this person than this actually this physical form that they're in. I'm intrigued by the other forms of this person. We might might touch our four quadrants. That might be what the series is. We'll do that. But as a whole, get to know people for them. And you need to know who you are first in these four quadrants. So you will know who matches you when you get to meet them. And therefore, this is The Quiet Point Out Loud. Thank you for listening Have a nice day.